0: listening to Sibling Talk, commentary from a progressive point of view. Now here are your hosts, John Paulette and Mary Jo Tumare. Hello, I'm John Paulette.
1: And I'm Mary Jo Tumare.
0: Mary, you remember how when, during the Trump administration, things would get like really bad and they'd want to uh, uh, distract all the focus is going to be on infrastructure. Well, I think we're about to have kind of an equivalent there, although I don't know what exactly how it distracts. I think we're about to have Pardon Week, where the news will be dominated by the president not only pardoning himself, but here I'm going to go way out on the limb. I think he's going to pardon the rioters, too. What do you think about mm. that, huh?
1: Well, <laughs> first of all, my brain has been exploding all weekend. So many thoughts, but... Um, and now I
0: just threw that is, one on top oh, yeah, of it, right?
1: I mean, I know... I've heard other people say that about the rioters. I mean, how do you pardon unidentified? Or so I guess he could only... Yeah, part Pardon of the those. ones we
0: know, eh? we got like Okay, 50 and there's or plenty seven. of them. Yeah,
1: there's plenty of them, and um, they probably know more than they've even reported to. Um, I mean, I, I would suspect that law enforcement knows more. Right. I, I think he, if he doesn't end up doing that, we know that at least he's entertained it because why wouldn't he? He's Donald Trump. And all the reporting from Wednesday was that he was happy about that. He was. He thought those were his people. They were doing his bidding. He never looked, watched it on TV as the rest of us did, horrified. He never did. He thought, "Go, you go, guys. You know, you take them out. You kill Pence. You kill Pelosi. That's what we wanted all along." So, I think the. Pardon week is true. Now, I did hear this morning that he's planning to take a trip to the border, the Texas-Mexico border, today or tomorrow to a little town called Alamo, symbolic visit, um, to you know stake his claim to his victory or some, who knows what goes on in his crazy head. And I thought to myself, wow, nobody has control of this guy. So to, we have a, we have reason to be afraid.
0: To, to stake a claim to a victory, what, uh, of the wall of immigration?
1: Yes, to his immigration policy. And, you know, from his perspective and Stephen Miller's perspective, their immigration policy has been successful because they've discouraged people from going here. They have narrowed the availability of asylum and other claims for relief. Uh, they've cut the number of legal immigrants. So, you know, the wall, as- and they have minimized the number of people coming over the border. So to the extent that they wanted to cut immigration to the United States, they have done that. That has been successful. We don't think so, because it's not our policy prescriptives but from their perspective, they have been.
0: So this will not be Pardon Week. This will be Family Separation Legacy Week.
1: Correct. I mean, I think I thought of it, and this may not be right, but that it's he wants to have a victory tour, and this is part of a victory tour of the things he's done well. He can't take a victory tour on the economy because, like, I don't know if you saw this, but the head of the National Manufacturing Association condemned him. And a lot of business leaders are coming out and condemning him. So he can't have the business leader victory tour that he wanted. What else did he think? He he should go maybe have a victory tour with some excuse me, some anti-abortion types. That could Ooh, be good. That'd be nice. They yeah. would love that. Yeah. And maybe, you know, what they could do is they could have like a bomb throwing at abortion clinics, and that would, that would be a good victory tour thing to do.
0: That'd be nice there. So those are possibilities. <laughs> that'd
1: be nice. That would be nice
0: <laughs> there. And then maybe go to mass afterwards because uh, <laughs> we know how much he loves going to church. But, yeah, Nancy Pelosi actually thinks it's not going to be either of those weeks. It's going to be impeachment week.
1: Yes, she does. And now you and I have had some differences opinion about this. So I would like to have this discussion maybe in a little bit of a different way, which is there are two things that that seem to me need to happen, which is the accounting and the reckoning. And although those words can be synonyms, there is a nuanced difference. So, the accountability for what happened, which let's say on a criminal, um, in a criminal way, meaning we are a country of rules, um, not of men, and um, there has to be legal accountability for what happened, meaning the incitement and the individual crimes that took place that were significant. And I kept thinking, why have we not heard about someone taking a poop? Oh, yeah, there was a lot of that, too. Was there? There was. I, I don't remember where I read that report, but there was like excrement. People were peeing. You know, obviously there was blood. And so the defacement of the capital, in and of itself was, diff- was horrible. But now as the video is coming out, we're seeing more and more crimes that were committed. So there is that accountability. But where is the reckoning? Meaning, where do we have a conversation about the lies upon which the entire movement, such as it is, because it is a political movement, is based? And who is going to be um, held to account, to use that word again? Not just Trump. The reckoning has to go with the media organizations that supported that, with the elected officials that supported that, that the corporations who supported it. You know, I mean, yesterday, you could read down all the corporations who've given a lot of money to Trump and to those causes. I don't care if it's a Home Depot or Schwab or whatever else, where people say, we're not going to support those companies and the social media giants, but Twitter. It,
0: it, it's your opinion, Facebook, I think, all. your opinion that both the accountability and to some extent... Uh, the reckoning, uh, should take place in an impeachment. Am I right?
1: I think those two things should be happening (coughs) on parallel tracks, meaning the social reckoning, you know, how do we hold everybody accountable, meaning the media, the social media companies, and that there has to be a a political accountability. So you have the legal accountability, which I think the DOJ has to do with criminal prosecutions and whether that gets to the president is something else. Impeachment is a political process. And does the political process need to hold Trump accountable for the attack on the Capitol? And I believe it does. And impeachment's all we got.
0: Are you in accord with uh, Congressman Clyburn? He suggested yesterday, go ahead, do the impeachment now, within the next week, and then hold the articles really for a few months, like beyond a hundred days, before you send him to the Senate, essentially to allow Joe Biden to have his first hundred days. Are you comfortable with that?
1: I thought that was I thought that was brilliant. Actually, you kind of hang it over all of their heads and let the dust settle a little bit, because it is true that um, even in criminal prosecutions, you usually don't get. Um, an indictment the day after something happens you have to investigate it you have to you know sometimes cool cooler heads need to prevail so um so you're not gonna you're not gonna see indictments on those guys tomorrow and I, I thought that was not a bad idea what what Clyburn said now the thing that Toomey said which I also found was interesting is is it Can you constitutionally do an impeachment after someone is no longer in office to hold them to the other um, uh, parts of the punishment, one being that you can't hold federal office again, the other being, and I didn't know this, I just heard this, that you lose your pension and you don't get secret service protection for the rest of your life. Are those three things reason enough to move forward for the conviction but like in any criminal thing we don't say well you know we're not going to go ahead and convict we got the indictment we're not going to go ahead and convict because all he's going to get is a year in jail we don't I mean I guess the system does do that sometimes but if it hangs out there for Trump without putting the Senate through the trial um, does that have some value it might, from a political perspective, and it keeps all those other Republicans in line a little bit. Well, could be. Yeah, it
0: could be. I the only real precedent on whether or not a trial could occur after he's uh, uh, left office was the Secretary of War under uh, President Grant, and he was impeached, but then he resigned and left, and they held the trial afterwards. Now, does a cabinet member does that create a pre- precedent for the president? Uh, you know, mm. nobody knows that. Uh, the Constitution obviously is not clear. There is a good logic to why the trial could occur. You know, do you start to argue? Well, the president's essentially immune for, let's say, the last three months because you couldn't get the impeachment and the trial together. And that's not not terribly comfortable and that's certainly something that would go on, on to the courts. I I feel like and you've been articulating it well. I that I see kind of two things in my my mind. The one is the simple rightness. Should Donald Trump be indicted and convicted for inciting this this insurrection, this action? And the answer in my mind is yes, morally right. I always hate to think in terms of the other group of it, which is kind of a more tactical uh, group. First, I sometimes think it's too cute. You know, you think you try and game it out too much. And I don't like avoiding what is right in terms of what might be most politically expedient. But uh, some of that is in my mind. And the biggest part is, are we going to give him more oxygen if he's going through an impeachment? Right now, he's being squeezed. And he's a really pretty much going to have to slink out of office, Twitterless, uh, with a declining base and declining importance. What I wonder is, if he can hold rallies all across the country, and he will, Saying they're trying to get me again, and the mega folks all say, "Yes, look, they've done this very from the very beginning. Do we do ourselves a disservice?"
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a it's a great uh, part of the conversation, and it makes Clyburn's um, solution very intriguing because sometimes you do have to play for history, and he would have. Even if there's never a trial and never a conviction, he will have been the only president to have been impeached twice. And if the House goes ahead on an impeachment vote this week, which I believe they will or next week, and it also the second impeachment is an indictment of the Republican Senate that did not convict, did not vote to convict him the first time around, in from a historical perspective. So, I, I, yeah, I mean, I think there may be, it may be worthwhile to do the, the, you know, go ahead and impeach and then just put aside the Senate trial saying we have other things to do. And, you know, maybe you just never get yeah, to it. And
0: it just hangs out, out there forever. That may well be. Mm-hmm. I I think, I know this is not really the most important, but in my mind, the lingering guilt and indictment for me goes to Susan Collins. Saying in that awful, terrible, sincere, wobbly way she has, I think he learned his lesson and he's going to be a much better boy from this point on. That really was typical of the whole Republican Party. Well, it was bad. He shouldn't have done it. It didn't, remember the big phrase, it doesn't rise to the level of impeachment. Well, what the heck does rise to the level of impeachment? And as people are properly asking, if this incitement to insurrection does not rise to the level of impeachment, then absolutely nothing does.
1: Yeah, and yesterday you started to hear that. I think it might even have been Pat Toomey that said, you see the Democrats created this by impeaching him for something that wasn't that big of a deal. His history will not be kind to these people because the first reason for impeachment a year ago was very serious and significant. They underplayed that. And then here, this is where we end up. Because when it's like a child, and, and Trump is nothing if not a child, a very narcissistic child, when he keeps getting he kept getting away with one thing after another thing, why would he think he'd be held accountable? Well, and let's, So I think it's an important. Yeah, thing and to let's do.
0: remember the Ukraine, the first uh, impeachment and this are actually all of the same cloth. It was all about interfering with the election. A little details Exactly
1: they're
0: all the same. And that's one:
1: I think that's a yeah, that's a great insight, John, a great insight. It's all about him trying to steal. Stop the steal. steal. Okay, an we better
0: end while I've had a great insight because if I talk anymore, I'm going to say something really stupid. Talk to you. No, never <laughs> Sibling Talk is a JMP production theme song by David Paulette.